show. Celebrities, pop culture, and comedy. All right, before we get into the podcast, I just want to let you know, uh, me, Ernie, we put this podcast together for free. It's for you at no charge. We only ask you a couple of things. If you could, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, we need the comments and the stars. It means a lot. It moves us up in the charts. We're getting great momentum, and we appreciate you. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. We do this for free. Please subscribe. Subscribe. Start up and leave a comment. Thanks for listening to the Michael Yo Show. Live inside the studio right now from Chatty Bras, Jess Ambrose. Hey, thanks for having me back, Michael. Uh, before we start, I just got to let everybody know that's listening. I'm going to be in Huntsville, Alabama this weekend. Oh, Alabama. I know. <laughs> Bachelor per- favorite. There you go. Perfor- oh, yeah, Hannah. <laughs> Hannah, uh, performing at Stand Up Live. In Alabama, Huntsville, go to michaelyo.com for tickets. And make sure while you're on there, check out the whole page, michaelyo.com. But so much to talk to you about. Oh, my God. Last night's episode is ridiculous. Uh, Where do you want to start? Because you talk about this every single week. Where do you want to start? I mean, I guess this episode was the first one. It was ridiculous. Like, don't get me wrong. Well, the whole season. The whole season's been ridiculous. But this was the first episode where it felt like it shifted a little bit. It went from just, because it's just been only drama with the women, to finally we have an episode where there's drama with the women and Peter, but it's not just amongst each other. I feel that this is the first episode, like, everybody was champion Peter. I feel like now people are going, oh, you know what? Michael Yo was right, and Peter's a loser. I think, fine, and I always put out this discretion. When I talk about Peter in a bad way, I'm talking about the character of Peter on the show. Because they don't keep their saying. They're not really like that, you know? Yeah. They're not. And I know you can't say anything because you got a great relationship with The Bachelor. But I feel like, I feel, (laughs) oh, okay, maybe, okay, you can say whatever. (laughs) So my deal is, anytime you're on TV, you're a heightened version of yourself. So I think Peter is swayed by producers to do stupid things. And I think a lot of people were like, Peter, we love him. And now they're going, dude, dude, you're just a male version of Hannah B making terrible decisions. Well, I feel like, okay, so Peter to me is a bachelor, a bachelor producer's dream because he just kind of goes along with whatever drama they put in his dimension because he has no backbone. He has no thoughts of his own. Like if they don't put it into his head. He doesn't know what to say. So I'm convinced, and I still and, and I, I know still you love like him. I still like him, but I'm convinced that he is just he truly believes that this process will work, which I think is funny because look at what's happening. It's just a dumpster fire of a season. Well, let me ask you a direct question. Yeah, do you feel do you feel that um, that with Peter being the way he is? Have you ever noticed him on camera? It kind of looks like he's there with the girls, but he's not because it looks like he's thinking of the lines they told him to say. Have you ever (laughs) noticed? Because he's kind of sitting there like. I don't know. I have to watch next episode. I'm telling you, it looks like he's on drugs. He might not Peter, be. Well, he did really injure his head, so he may be on some <laughs> sort of prescription medication and a couple glasses of something or other. Do you feel that Peter really has that bad of a, a picker? Like he picked Victoria F and Kelsey, the two craziest girls on the show. So okay, so now you can't say that's not produced. No, so I think after this past episode, I'm starting to like Kelsey now. I think she's really I think she's she's a mess. 
she's a mess, but all the girls, so they have crazy drama with her every episode, right? And then you'll see her, she's the one always going on check and checking on every girl. Her drama's over like that with each person she's had an altercation with. She reminds me of my baby. My baby will get mad for a second and then you show him something else, they're like, oh, my baby, here's a toy. Oh, okay. You know? (laughs) But she seems like the girls actually like her in the house. So I think she's a girl who's just gets a lot of emotional ups and downs, but is a nice girl. I don't feel that way about Victoria F. Oh, and there's some stuff that's supposed to come out about her, right? Yes. And okay, let me ask you, do you think the producers already know this before they even shot this show? They knew the information they're going to release at the end. Okay. So what I heard, and again, okay. But what I heard is they didn't know until genuinely the very end. I know, but I don't but, believe it. But this is, but but it's from a source that like here when good. it's not. Yeah, I don't believe. It. I think they knew all along. I think just that like they, they knew. I think that they knew that she was that she's you know. Well, I mean, issues, but I also I I think that they. It's kind of like the Chase Rice thing, right? When he showed up, so they knew that Chase Rice and her dated, but they didn't know that until the season actually started. So they put him and her intentionally, obviously, on that date. But when they cast her and then they had him audition or uh, come on the show, they didn't initially know. And they, like, struck gold. I've heard that this season, producers say that it's, like, the, this, the season of striking gold. Like, they find out a little bit, but not until they're actually in it. Because you see Chris Harrison's face when they give that super teaser, mm-hmm. and he's about to drop the bomb on Peter. He's never looked more excited. I know, right? right. <laughs> I, I like, feel like whatever this, it may be. This is what like, I think. Yeah. I, I think Peter is such a boring bachelor. They had to amp up everything around him. They had to have drama with the girls because he's just he's just there. But isn't he's, it like that with most no, leads? No, Not like, Hannah. I thought Hannah was fantastic. Hannah was, but Colton. Oh, Peter is worse than Colton. I'll say that. You think so? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh, I don't know. A hundred percent. Because Colton at least can make a decision. Like like Peter can't. You go, which girl do you like? Well, if he's in front of it, well, you know. It bummed me out when he, I was happy that he let Aliyah, or Aliyah come back, excuse me. But then when all of a sudden he let her home again, I was like, Peter. Like that was one of my first moments where I was like, oh God. It just proves what kind of man, like I get him letting go of Kelly, but he doesn't want to be mentally challenged. Like like, I love how he's in a show where he's with 26 girls, but he wants them to say, I love you without a doubt. Even though you've been messing around with 26 girls, but (laughs) Kelly's like, hey, let's have fun and see what happens. Fantastic. I love her. I love Kelly. Oh, Kelly's the best. See, I'm bummed out because I think they'll probably offer for her to go on Paradise and she'll say no. Of course That's she'll my say guess. no. It's and below I'm, her. I know, I know. It's below her. I, <laughs> but I, I think, love I think, so much. I think uh, Mike and her should go out on a date just to get a bunch of attention. Oh, you know? I would love that. Well, you never know. If, if she does decide to go on Paradise and then all of a sudden he shows up back on Paradise, there's a chance. I know. I'd root for that But one. they said Mike was boring. Is, isn't that the re? Here's what's interesting to me. Before they, they Mike, said, well, no, they said Mike didn't show enough on Paradise when they taped it to be The Bachelor. I was like, come on now. That's Peter, not the reason. I, I know the reason. He's yeah, black. Yeah. But Peter is so boring. And like I said, please don't think I'm talking about him personally. I'm talking about his character on the show. He cannot make a decision. He's not a man. See, He's not a man. <laughs> See, I think... I. Okay, you know those guys, though, or people in general, who are so just over-the-top love 
the ebbs and flows in relationship. Like you know that guy in your life. No, you don't have a you don't have a couple no. friend. No. Oh my, I have so many couple got, friends got, where got, you're like, you guys, like this is guy. so unhealthy, but they're addicted to the the drama. No, that's different. Unhealthy. Well, I know a guy that loves to get ran over by women. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I do know guys like that that just like let the women run all over them. But Peter is a man. At least they're making a decision. I'm going to let this girl run all over me. Peter can't even make a decision about anything. I think anything. he wants to be the savior. I think he's kind of addicted to this whole savior thing. Kelly was too strong and confident and knew what she wanted. She's a woman. She was a woman. And he's, I think, addicted to seeing like... A girl crying and being like, oh, I can help her. And he, he likes women validated. with no point of view that are brainless that will say, oh, my God, you're the best all the time. But on our when we were doing a recap, Becca had such a good point. She was like, look at the women that he's choosing and think about his mom. His mom, when we're seeing clips of her and she's like, bring him home, bring her home to us. Like she's so over the top. She is. So you wonder if maybe well, he likes a girl like that because mama's like that. I, well, I will say this. Her mom. Gravy trainer. Like, I hate to talk about the fan, but that mom wants to be famous, too. Like, I'm like, come on. What happened to the dignity? (laughs) What happened to the dignity of parents? Like, my parents, if I'm on a show, they'll be like, nah. You know, or they may say one. But this woman is, this is like her real. She's making her acting real. Can you imagine if one of your kids was on the show and came back and and to do a a hometown? What Mm. would you say? No. Would you not be on the show? I wouldn't. I, I look. I love my kids. Yeah. But first of all, they would never be on these shows. First of, all, it, they you would never, never get to a point in their life. No, I'm letting them know. <laughs> to my three year old son and two month old daughter, you are never, never going on a show like this. I mean, never, think of, Jess. Think of the followers, though, Michael. I don't care about the followers. <laughs> Just kidding. Think about me talking about. Oh, if they were on. Oh, I'd be so. I'd be. I'd be their biggest critic. And I don't oh, want. Oh yeah, you're just railroading them the whole time. Oh, of course. <laughs> Behind the mic. Like I don't want my girl one of twenty five women trying to hook up with a dude. I if one. And day, I wouldn't want my son to be honest. I wouldn't want my son hooking up with twenty six different women because that videotape is for the rest of his life. What if he was on The Bachelorette and he was one of twenty five guys? No, because I don't want him to marry a woman that's ran through twenty six dudes. Come on, man. No matter how you ask the They're question, just live in their life. I just, I, I would. No, if, I'm if, judging. If my kiddo wants to go on the show, I'd be like, fine, whatever. And then she comes back and is like, I'm bringing this guy back to hometowns. Mm-hmm. You better believe that I'm not giving my blessing. I feel oh, like you course. guys know each other for a month. Ember? Like, yeah, Your daughter? My daughter. I'd be You're like, already putting her on the bachelorette, huh? Or the obviously. Bachelorette? I mean, I got to make what, money what is somehow. She's five, six years old? You're already putting her on the bachelorette? Four. Four. Uh, four. Is, there, is there a bachelor for kids? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> oh, she would break so many hearts. Oh, she would. She's um, amazing. But no, I would say, I would say, no, I'm not going to give you my blessing. Like you're a grown, my daughter's a grown ass woman. She can do whatever she wants, but I'm not going to give my blessing of marriage after a couple weeks. I would never (laughs) give my blessing. Like who, what father does that? That's why I'm hoping, like, I love Madison. I will say, I love Madison and I'm hoping her father, but this, okay. 
Look, look. I looked up Madison's Instagram. She's a very good girl. Twenty, like uh, I looked at 119 weeks ago. She went on this uh, thing to Uganda for the kids for Jesus. Great. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with you saying you're all about Jesus and you're all about the Bible, but yet you're on a show where a dude is hooking up with 26 <laughs> women. How is that godly? And you're there to find your husband when you're well, watching. Is that godly? <laughs> is is that something your dad approved? I hope he gets to her hometown and her dad goes. This is done. This is over. Get out of my house. <laughs> That's what I would do. You can't say you're godly and Christian and all this stuff, but yet you're in a show what's all about misogyny. Yeah. Yeah. Say I mean, something. but it's her. <laughs> say something. Say but, something, Jess. But I mean, misogyny, but it's her. I mean, it's her call. She wants to go on. And at the end of the day, she may walk away with more followers than Peter. So it's not win. about followers, Jess. It is. Now it is, though. I That's know the it thing. is. But, she, but years she ago, it wasn't. But now it is all about followers. But she doesn't seem like a girl. That's Michael, really did you there hear for- about her genuine and real thing. No. What's that? You don't know about this. What? Oh, my God. Okay, this happened a couple weeks ago. So that when she had her very first date with Peter, she posted on her Instagram, Maddie Prue, a photo of her and Peter. It was like, this was a great first date, blah, blah, blah. And then seconds later, Maddie Prue, her own Instagram, commented underneath her photo saying, wow, Maddie, what a lovely date. You're so genuine and real. She commented on her own photo? Her own photo because it... People make fake fan accounts for themselves, and she forgot to switch over, and she deleted it immediately. But it was screenshot and was blasted everywhere. Oh my goodness! She's playing the game too. Probably all these people playing games (laughs) with love. See, that's why, like, like me and my wife, we so special because we didn't play games. Jess, it's like, girl, you want to get married? You want to have kids? Let's go. No game show. No, like whoop 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 around but, it. But you know, if you want to get a bunch of followers and make I do some want money followers. for a couple of years, and you can go on that. And I then, do want followers. You know, this was my thing. If you want to go on the show and you want to get followers and get famous, great. And then maybe you might fall in love too. Awesome bonus. I just don't like when people act like they're not. They don't care about. Like, no, I'm just going on for. Oh love. yeah. It's like no 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 no. If no, I no. did the bachelor, if I was single back in my twenties, oh boy. I would have purposely went on to try. I would have been the first contestant to try to sleep with all 26 women and be like, look, I'm marrying no one. That was young. I was young and dumb then. I was like 23, 24 years old. And these girls are 23. We talked about this before. I don't want to regurgitate, but they're not ready to get married. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, again, you got to think a large portion of them are from the Midwest where a lot of their friends are already married. So I don't know. Who do you think is going to win or do you really know already? I I have no idea. I'm not. Okay. Who you who you picking? Um, Okay, so this is my theory. I think that the top two are going to be Madison and Victoria F. Yep. And I think that Matt that he is going to choose Victoria F. I agree. And then they're going to drop the bomb on them. I think that's what's going to happen. And okay. After they drop the bomb on them that supposedly, allegedly, so you can't sue this podcast, she like hooked up with four different dudes and broke up four marriages. That's the rumor, right? Or something like that. There's marital rumors. Marital yeah. rumors. That's, what, rumors. that's yeah. what we're saying. So is this where he says, screw it. I'm not going to get engaged to anyone. Does he now try to get engaged to Madison? And then Madison says, no, because I heard you wanted to get with Victoria P. How does it all play out in Jess's mind right now? Okay, so I think that 
top two, he proposes to Victoria or is going to propose to Victoria F, finds out everything. Mm-hmm. And his parents are upset. I think his parents want him to be with Madison. I think that's why his mom's crying, bring her home to us. I think sh- they probably Wait. like Madison. So now what is out of your mind or made it never been in you? don't think Hannah B comes in? I don't yeah. think so. I okay. think she's done personally. Okay. I think that that was producers trying to you know, push that way. More okay. drama. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think that Peter, my hunch is that Peter finds out about Victoria F and then doesn't propose to her. And I think they've been dating. And I think on who's the, dating, I think Peter and Victoria F. I think he goes, screw it. That's my girl. And I think I have a hunch that on after the final rose, they're together. Wow. That's my guess. That's my guess. Because I he She's just seems so like, much drama. I know, though. but he just seems like the type of person yep. to me that I think is just probably gonna be wanting and, to deal like he almost probably likes all the drama You know what he her. is? He likes being the beta. He likes a woman to be like, Why are you being like that? And he's like, Well and then he becomes a Oh no, I'm not like that. I'm not really oh, like that. Oh, the way that Victoria F talked to him in this last episode, oh. when she was just like, Every time I'm around you, you're caught you you have an attitude or a mood. And I'm like, Whoa, girl, like he's got a mood every time you're around him. Oh no, no, yeah. Like she's running him. Oh, running. Like like she could slap him and go, What a bitch and he's like, <laughs> Like she could, she's to that level. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what else? Oh, so I got a, so many questions for you. Ooh, fun. Uh, I think I think Madison. I, I think Victoria. If they're gonna drop a bomb, he's not gonna get engaged. And you think anymore. he's gonna try to get with Madison? I my producer's dream, yes, and she says no. Okay. But ooh, I love a good no. I would love that. Yeah. Like that's my dream, but I think it's just no, and he doesn't. And then get she's it. the Bachelorette. No, I think I still think Victoria P is gonna be the Bachelorette. Because of her speech, she gave the second episode about her family. Uh, I think she's too much. She's villain, villain now. A How lot of she people vi- don't like her. Mm. I think she, the way that she left Peter, I think she dug her a grave. Okay. All Personally, right. I think, uh, I think she'll definitely be on Paradise. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 She'd be great for Her that. and Alea are going to be on Paradise together and are going to have crazy fights. That's my guess. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay. I got your questions. Here okay. we go. Here we go. Uh, okay. So this is from Al Batel Park. How do you honestly feel about Hannah B? Want to know without Becca's influence? <laughs> um, I absolutely love Hannah Brown. Okay. I think she has been, Caitlin Bristow was my favorite bachelorette, and then Hannah B took the place. I thought she was the best bachelorette ever. Okay. Um, but I also didn't like when she came back. Oh. Like, I just wanted to go away I just for like, like a long time. I, I just I just feel like, you know, she's doing her own thing now. She won Dancing with the Stars and she's living her life and she, no more Bachelor stuff. But oh. I still love her and I will always love her as, I think, the best Bachelorette ever. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Favorite tattoo. This is from Gracie99. Favorite tattoo. I love you so much, she says. Oh, thanks, Gracie. Love you. Um, my favorite tattoo on myself, uh, probably the one on my neck, like right here. Oh, um, yeah. It says Burn Bright Baby. It's for my daughter because her name is Ember. Burn Ember. Bright Baby. Yeah. And she does burn bright. She burns very little, bright. Well, one one person said, uh, I have nothing to ask her. I just want to say Ember is my spirit animal. <laughs> That's Soup Kaylee says that. Sup Kaylee. That's her name. Uh, tell us about your parenting style. Ember seems like such a fun and spunky kid. Oh, um, well, that's all on her. And I just kind of go along with the ride. Um, Parenting style, 
I've kind of learned that I've like read books, but it seems like because each kid is an individual and you can't, you know, there's not a specific book that's going to work for each kid. I do my best to just really rely on communication with her and we talk constantly. Like I have her talk to me about how she feels, how she processes stuff. Like I just wanted her to have like a safe place with mom and dad uh-huh. so that when she'll come to me, she tells me when she lies. Okay. So now, but, and then, you know, there'll be a consequence, but at least she's comfortable coming and telling me and then we'll have a conversation. And, and how do like, you get to that point? You just talk a lot. Just talk constantly. Hey, you know, if you lie to me, come tell me. Yeah. I mean, okay. well, you're going to come tell me, like, I'm not going to get angry at you, but there is going to be a consequence, you know? Are so. you the enforcer or your husband? Oh, I'm way more the enforcer. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, what is, this is from uh, Daxie Ray. What is your take on Pete's overall, his overall on The Bachelor? Are you still a fan? Um, yeah, I like Peter. I really do. I think that he seems like a sweet guy. I do appreciate that he's super communicative. Um, uh, but I do think that he has a bad radar and I think it's going to crash and burn at the end of this for sure. Okay. Okay. This is from Bailey and please, you don't have to answer any of these if you don't want. Uh, Jess, what's the biological gender of Becca's baby? Oh, (laughs) that one I can't answer. That one I cannot answer. Even though I do know. Do you know? I do. No, Mm -hmm. that's sweet. But I can't tell. Okay. This is Bailey Kari. Oh, she has another one. Uh, As a fellow Libra, are you at all entertained by Victoria? Yes. You like her? I don't like her, but I think that she makes great television. Okay. Um, I think that she is one of those people who could really grow and maybe <laughs> maybe end up becoming just a wonderful wife. But right now there's no. a lot of growing to do and there's a lot of problems. And I she's my least favorite person there yeah. right now. She's the worst. Sure. She's, she's the worst. She's just each episode. But perfect for Peter because he's the worst too. <laughs> so I feel like they're a perfect match. I feel like she, every episode I've been trying to give her the benefit of the doubt and be like, okay, I don't know. There's all these rumors about her. So maybe I, that's why they're clouding my mind and I'm seeing her. And I just try to give her the benefit of the doubt. And after last night's episode, I'm like, no, that's no, absolutely. So you not. wiped your hands away. You're done with her. Yes. Okay. But, but I think she makes good television for all sure. All right. F. Mary Kill, yes. the top four ladies of this season. Top four. Well, those are three options. Yeah, I know. So they... let's see. Um, Who would you I'm, F? I would definitely have sex with Victoria F. Really? Yeah, she's dramatic. You know that she's going to be great in the bedroom. She's a yeller. Oh. Oh, she's a yeller. You know she's like, ah, making all that noise. She would just she'll be, talk she'll to be wild. She'll, she'll be, be wild. wild. Okay. So definitely, definitely F. Um, and Mary, I would marry, probably marry Kelsey right now. Because I need drama in my life. That would end up in divorce. I maybe, but you know what? At least it would burn bright for like a few a few All years. Right. Who are you gonna kill? Who are you gonna kill? Oh, I already had sex with Victoria F. Yeah. You wanna kill her after? You can do that. Black Widow. Oh, I probably kill Hannah Ann because I don't think she's actually real. I think she's for sure AI. Oh yeah, she's a robot. She's a robot. Oh, so yeah. the the death would not be. I would not feel bad about it because it's just it's AI. It's fine, right? You're killing a robot. Yeah, it's, it's fine. like it's like turning off your laptop. Exactly. <laughs> I can plug her in when I need to again. That's right. That's right. Uh, do you think that Peter was the right choice after watching this season? Did you already answer that or? Um. No, I think Peter was the right choice for producers. I think that he's a perfect 
bat like producer bachelor okay. for sure. But I still really wanted Mike. I actually I was between Mike, but then I really wanted Derek. I yes. really wanted Derek to be the bachelor. I think he would be fantastic, and I'm still hoping that maybe they'll eventually. Give I got Derek. so many questions for, her, but we're only going to ask one, and then coming in next, we got the lady from Shark Tank. She cast Shark Tank. So if you have an invention, Whoa. yeah, if you have an invention, stick around because she's going to tell you how to get on the show and be a millionaire. She's awesome. But your last question, yes, tips for spicing up a marriage during a rough patch, and that's from Mariah B. McIntyre. Nothing, nothing has helped me more than doing quick little staycations. Get out of your house. Like, I feel like when you're stuck in your house all the time, you're like behind the same walls, you're arguing, it's just kind of cyclical. We always will just go away, even just for one night across the street in a new environment and just talk and have great sex. And it helps. It helps. <laughs> yes. Get a new tattoo, you know, put it on Sometimes, your neck. Sometimes, yeah, exactly. He you got know. a matching one, you know. Yeah, right. good. <laughs> then you're going to get one under your eye, like uh, Cindy Crawford's kit. Ridiculous. Would you ever Eventually. get a tattoo on your face? Like, on your face. Don't um, do it. No. N- uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the closest that I'd get to being on my face would maybe be, like, right here. Oh. But that's it. Don't I'm not do, planning on it. Don't do that. But maybe I will. No. Eh, we'll think no, about you it. don't need to. No, you're not like 15. Maybe a rose. <laughs> you know, I told you this. You, oh, before you go, what about the Bachelor promo? The one ghost one? Um, it's disgusting. Okay, Michael sent me this and I was about to go to sleep when I opened it. And then I had horrible nightmares afterwards. It was traumatizing. So I bad. hated that. And then, by the way, he posted that on his Instagram. And of course, his mom commented on how wonderful it was. <laughs> How many followers has she gotten from this show? Um, I don't know. I think she's probably at like 100K. That's my guess. She has more followers than me. I hate this woman. No, I'm just playing. I love all moms. (laughs) I love you, Barb. All right, Jess. Thank you so much. Check out the podcast, Chatty Broads, and you're at bad, what is it? The Bad Mom with two Ds. The Bad Mom. All right, thanks, Jess, for popping by. Thanks, Michael. Hey, what's up? It's Michael Yo. Okay, if you like the show, please support it right now. Just go to iTunes, give it five stars, leave a comment, and subscribe. It does so much for the show. It helps get us into the top of the charts. And we're building momentum, man. We're so excited about the show. We're so excited about the guests we have coming on. So please support the show. It means a lot to me. Subscribe, comment, give it five stars. Mindy Zimrak from Shark Tank. If you ever wanted to, if you have an invention and you want to make a lot of money from it, uh, this is the lady to talk to because she cast Shark Tank. So she's going to give you all the secrets. But what do you think about The Bachelor since you brought it up? What do you think about Peter? So I really liked Peter at first. Yes. At first. I was was like, yes, Peter's great. We love him. He's awesome. And now I don't know how I feel about him anymore because... I feel like he's, he's a is, weak man. He's picking all, I hate to say this, but he's picking all the 20, like 20 somethings mm-hmm. that have no emotional intelligence and cry all the time. Did you, did you, I think you added a word that emotional, just and no intelligence, intelligence. <laughs> just no intelligence. Like, <laughs> and then Peter just sits there. Like, who was he talking to last night? And Victoria F. Kelsey, yeah, Kelly. Yeah, it was, um, Victoria. She also was like, she was like, okay, whatever, Peter. And I was like, are you going to have a conversation or are you going to be oh, mature no. about it? But you noticed how when she played the alpha, he became the beta. Well, he's always the beta, he but is. he's like, oh my God, when I say, when I say. But then when, was it Kelly? 
Like the real lawyer, the yeah. intelligent woman, yes. the one he, he can't like, handle. He was like, I don't know what to do, so I have to send you home. Yeah. And but, I'm like, what? What are you doing? He's mad that she's not throwing herself all over him. Because, or crying every day. Or crying yeah. every day. He can't handle a stable woman. It's crazy. Like, and I always say this. I always say this. I say it every time I talk about The Bachelor because we get people to pop into this podcast at different times. Whenever I talk about Peter, it's not about him personally. Right. It's about the character he plays on the show because True. it is reality. True. Anybody I talk about, it's about their character on the show, not about them, because I don't know him personally. Right, of course. But on the show, he's a very weak man that can't make a decision that's a beta. And now that, I don't, I don't know if you've read anything, I, have, I didn't read any spoilers, mm-hmm. but I've heard that like... Some- oh, Victoria F. is a hooch? Is a hooch? <laughs> she gets around, that allegedly. That's, I don't know about well, that. Well, that's the rumor that Interesting. they're going to get to the end and... This is a this is not a spoiler alert because right. I'm just reading what everybody yeah. else is reading, and there has been no spoilers this year so far. But how I believe it's going to go down, Madison Victoria F at the end, they're going to drop the bomb that Victoria F has messed up a couple marriages. That's Whoa. the rumor going around, and then Peter's not going to get engaged. Sure. Well, then on the flip side, you have Madison who's saving herself. So there's two different. Extreme. Is she saving herself and all about God when you're on a show with a man that I mean, hooks up a, with 26 women? That's a, that's a very good point. Come on, I don't. I got know. problems with this show, Mindy. <laughs> like I talk about every, I got problems, and you, I keep it real on this oh, but, show. But I watch it every week. Would I you ever be stop. on it? God no. Yeah, God no. God no. <laughs> God, no. Not just no. God no. God no. Um, no, I. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. Well, I mean, I now it. unless it's you're 21 or 22, drama, like it's just chaos, and it's just. I mean, they're drunk half the time. I feel like, yeah. and I just Kelsey, it's not cut out for it. Kelsey's Champagne crazy. Champagne gate. Yeah, Kelsey <laughs> spitting up all in her own face. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> You got Kelsey. You got uh, Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. Oh, uh, she's a robot. She's, like we, she's very oh pageant. God. Oh, what about Alea though? She was even more robot. She was more pageant queen than anyone. Well, I, I have said this before. If you listen to the because you just met Jess. She's yes. with Chatty Broad. She's with. Uh, she does a podcast with Becca. One of the biggest. Yes. Uh, yeah, one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Like they're. Huge. Yeah. And the thing about her uh, is, uh, what was I? Ta- what were we talking? I just lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? The it was Hannah Ann. Oh, she calls Hannah Ann and Alea. Uh, uh, yes, and Alea, like Alea. I forgot my goddamn <laughs> phone, man. I was so angry. Well, I was like, saying that Alea is very pageanty. Pageanty. Is if that that's a word? A, it's we're making it a word. Okay. Because pageant-y. she's very. What she she's what I call re, she she'll sit there and she'll repeat her answer in a form of a question, which is what all pageant queens do. And also, is, what you have to do on a reality, reality show, show well. right? right? So, and just the way she enunciated words, uh, personally, I was like, it's nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. I could not stand how she enunciates. Yeah, what we said, me and Jess, like she's a AI robot. Yeah, and I was like, it's like. When she's done talking, it's almost like you could just turn her off. Yes. Like, like literally, you can unplug her and she goes, you know, that's yeah, what we're shutting down. Like they probably do that at the Bachelor when they're not shooting; they just unplug probably. her. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Shark Tank. Let's do it. I mean, you guys are rolling. What season is this? We're starting season twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Have and you I've been there at the beginning? I have. So you've casted one. every single person on this show. Part of that team of. that does it, yes. Okay, yeah. okay. So for people listening to this podcast and you have an invention, uh, let's do some do's and don'ts. Okay. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, 
We can start with do's, I guess. Okay, the do's. That's easier. Okay, I'm showing up. Yep. What do I need to do? So you need to have energy and passion. Mm. If you're not excited about what you're pitching, how's anyone else going to be? And then okay. maybe five or six million people that end up on the show, or watch the show, uh, and then the shark. So energy and passion goes a long way. Go have a shot of tequila if you need to. Have Ooh. some coffee. Whatever is going to get you excited. Some cocaine? I don't think we would go that far. No, no, I don't condone that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got a product. I got to tell you about it. It's great. <laughs> um, and then know your numbers. If you don't have numbers, it's fine. Just uh-huh. be honest about okay. it. Um, and then the third thing is make sure you can kind of very succinctly tell us what makes you different and better than any other competitors out there. Okay. So, so have you ever had people that do well in your pitch? But then what's the process? So I get by you. Then yep. what? What happens? So what happens is we take everyone's uh, information back to L.A. We pitch the producers on every single company we saw at the open call. And then they're the ones who will decide, yes, we want to move forward or no, we don't. If they do, there's a longer application. Oh. There's a video component. And then if they make it past that round, then there's a contract. There's background checks, patent checks, uh, entity searches. We do a lot of due diligence on our end because we have to. And then they could be working with producers. And then eventually... It'll either be, yes, we're going to fly you out to potentially film or unfortunately we're not going to move forward because anyone can get cut at any point in time. Like we could fly people out to LA and then cut them and then they may not make it in front of the sharks. Do you feel awful about that? Yes. Yeah. It's, does I it mean, happen a lot? It doesn't. I would say for about a handful or so. Um, Do you have to tell them? No. Oh, I'm okay. not involved at that point. They've kind of graduated to producers. So the producers are the ones who have to come. And it's usually because we run out of time. Okay. <laughs> Because we don't put a time limit on anyone when they but go. But let, let me ask you this: But you do prioritize. The I have I have no idea have how no that idea. works because okay. I'm only trying to get people into the mix to see if they're interested. You mentioned open calls. Is there any yeah. going on right now? We have we have Morongo Casino coming up uh, in March. Where is Morongo? Is that around here? It is about an hour and a half east of here. It's on the way to Palm Springs. When you oh, go to okay. Palm Springs, right before. Is it by the outlet mall? Yes, it's oh my right gosh. there. My wife has always wanted to go to the outlet mall. Maybe I'll yes. go pitch my idea, my There's secret idea. There's a lot idea. of people. That last year we had over 400 pitches, which is like 800 people in one day. Oh my so goodness. that one's coming up in March. And then we have Charleston, South Carolina coming up, which we've never been to. April 2nd, we have Salisbury, Maryland. Uh, New York and Phoenix coming up. And there might be a couple other cities. I just haven't announced them yet. I lo- and where can people find out about this? Uh, they can follow me at Mindy Casting. I'm the first one to announce all the open calls or then go to ABC.com. Okay, so let's talk about the don'ts. Okay, let's talk about the don'ts. Like the things you have seen where you're like, why they even do that? I would say... Some people, I actually was on Mr. Wonderful's um, YouTube channel that's coming. I think the episode's coming out soon. And someone actually called in and was like, Kevin, I've gone to all these open calls. I've seen Mindy and her team. I've cried. I've laughed. I've been funny. What isn't working here? What, what do I need to do? I tell everyone, don't be someone who you're not. Yeah. So if you're thinking that you need to come in and cry because that's what's going to make you move forward, no, because it's just going to be awkward. <laughs> when it's everybody's gonna like, be really awkward. So I would have people cried in front of you all the time. Oh, they feel like that sells all it. the time. Sometimes. Does it ever? Does it ever like over? Do you ever overlook the project because no. of the tears? No. <laughs> Excuse me. No. Wow, you have no soul anymore. Well, I'm dressed in black. Okay. What do you expect? Is the black reaper. like my soul? She's no, a reaper. Kidding. She's like, I don't care about your tears. No, I mean, with Shark Tank, it's 50% about your business and yeah. 50% about your backstory. Yeah. The backstory goes a really, really long, a long mm-hmm. way. So we want to get to know them. And if the tears come up, you know, I just don't want people saying like, I did this. I moved in with my parents and I depleted my kid's college fund. 
But then two months from now, we're doing our due diligence and you've lied about it. Mm. Like, that's never something that's good. And it's so best, be honest. It's the best. <laughs> I'm so, I, my parents are great. They've been I mean, married like, for 45 just, years. Just be honest. I don't have anything to complain about, but I know tears works. Right. So don't, don't no. be someone that you're not. Don't try to dress up if that's not you or anything like that. Don't wear a costume. Don't bring an animal if it has nothing to do with your pitch. Like, yes, I love dogs and I just got a puppy. But, like, that's not going to make you move forward in the process. Okay. So what do I need to bring if I do show up? My paperwork? Your paperwork. And then if you have your prototype, you can bring it. If you have samples that you can leave with us that don't leave your prototype, though. Some people have done that. What, like, if my prototi- what if my prototype smells, though? Is that like, because like I would imagine what? some people bring like food or different gadgets that have a smell to it and they, you know, or I got to keep my product hot. How do I? Uh, That's uh, up to them to figure out. Oh, so wow. we, we don't provide, we Gangster. don't provide like gas open flame or anything. No, but mm. no, we don't. But if the venue will allow them to cook, I've had people cook me a, like a sirloin, like at the open call. Was and they're good? like, it was very good. It was in Lincoln, Nebraska. So it's did they get past? Did they get good. moved on? I think they went, made it to the next round, but I don't okay. think they made it. All right. That. No to self feed Mindy <laughs> I love food she loves food but I have to make sure Bring that it's like cookies. labeled well because yeah. if it's just in a Ziploc bag yeah I, it's a little nah, you could be eating the wrong kind of cookie I could be you'd be like hey yes, everybody's passed <laughs> woo I exactly. like this show you never know okay what is the oh, you can't say worse like what's the I can't okay you can't say um, okay so we got the do's so if you have a product bring it uh, dress like you just be yourself be yourself you should be coming to pitch us in the way that you feel best represents yourself and your company so if it's dressed up like a peacock or a flamingo hey great but if it has nothing to do with your company don't show up dressed like a flamingo or a peacock i'll come dress as a flamingo say i would love that yeah just Please show up what am I? I'm selling I burgers. One of my casting producers is obsessed with flamingos, so she'd probably move you forward based on the fact right. that you were dressed. I'll just like come a as flamingo. a flamingo. What are you selling? Burgers. <laughs> Does, yeah. Flamingo burgers. You could probably sell a lot of burgers dressed as a flamingo. I'm just saying. People will buy shit if you're dressed oddly. Our burger is so good it makes you want to put your head in the sand. Is that, is that what flamingos do? Yes. That, okay. Yeah. They do do that. Yes. That's my catch. I got so many inventions. All right, Mindy, anything else you want to say? About The Bachelor, about life, about anything? Because you're amazing. Um, oh, you're amazing. You're amazing. Uh, no, I don't think so. I All mean, right. we're just excited to be casting for season 12. People can slide into the DMs and I'll what? try to answer them as best I can. What, what's the DM again? At Mindy Casting. How many times have guys asked you out through that? It's a, been a new thing that's happened this year. And it's Why? Been a couple, I don't Did know. you change your look or something? No. Did you? <laughs> no. Did you I make it know, available? Maybe. I'm single? No, I'm not Do you single. have that single look on I your Instagram? Single. Like, um, oh, hi. <laughs> I don't know. People, you put inspirational quotes like, Mar- this is the year. <laughs> I'm going to find a man or whatever. No, because, no, no, definitely not. I don't know. I think the Sharks are promoting my Instagram a little bit more and stuff. So people are aware of who I am, I guess, which is weird. Oh. Don't you think don't that's weird? Tell, tell the people right now, don't ask you crazy stuff on the Instagram. You yeah, won't you answer. Can, well, it depends what Like, what about is. if they're like, hey, do you like, like. <laughs> Not about the show. What if they're asking personal stuff about you? That's oh, then fine? I, no, the, that's no. what I'm saying. No, I won't answer questions. I'll just ignore it. Okay, good, good. <laughs> delete, delete, delete yeah. all. That delete button is fine sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Block, delete, do all that. I've had to block some people 
from every now and then. I would imagine you get very angry people that don't make the show. We get people who are angry. Uh, We've gotten people. I will say, being on the show for this long, I've gotten stalkers. So people Mm. will send stuff to my office. But then one particular company, this was a couple years ago, actually found my home address and like sent me stuff to my house. And I was like, this is where I have to draw the line. They've also called my parents' house in in Maine, of all places. And I'm like, why are you calling my family? Why are you saying where your parents live? Well, they, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if you you can do some googling, you can figure it out. Really, in Maine, in Maine, and we, like your last name isn't I know. that hard. I know you're right. Your parents are like, come on. <laughs> anyway, Mindy, you're amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate much. you stopping by. I appreciate Add it. At Mindy Castings, yes, that Castings is. with an S. No, just Mindy Casting. Mindy Casting. Stop. No Stop. S. Yes, just casting with a G. Done. All right. Thank yes. you for stopping by. Thank you, Shark Tank. If you want to be on the show, make sure you follow Mindy. Hey, what's up? It's Michael Yo. Okay, if you like the show, please support it right now. Just go to iTunes, give it five stars, leave a comment, and subscribe. It does so much for the show. It helps get us into the top of the charts. And we're building momentum, man. We're so excited about the show. We're so excited about the guests we have coming on. So please support the show. It means a lot to me. Subscribe, comment, give it five stars. All right, uh, live inside the studio right now. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Uh, we have a sex and relationship uh, doctor in the house, Dr. Viviana. How yeah, are you? I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so I'm much. I'm excited because there's a lot of questions. There are a lot of couples out there. They're in love, but it doesn't feel like they're in love anymore. Exactly, that disconnect. What is the number one issue you talk about with couples? Intimate disconnection. And what is intimate disconnect? Does that just mean not having sex? No, it means not feeling like you would even want to have sex if you felt like having sex. So the the circumstances between your relationship are such that emotionally, you just don't feel like you're on the same page. You don't feel like you're on the same team. Really? Or could you be on the same team uh, but you're more as uh, bat buddies, like like you're like yeah, hanging like out with your buddies. Like I mean, roommate. we hear yeah. it all the time. It's like roommates, but sometimes these people are even they treat each other even worse, really, than they would a roommate. They're less caring, um, less even affectionate. So this is the thing: you get people who have been together for six months, six years, sixty years. If you're experiencing a disconnection and you don't talk about it, it's not like it just goes away. It's only going to get worse. Is there uh, an instance where one person believes there's a disconnect, but the other person doesn't believe there's a disconnect? Or do both? Rarely. Rarely. Rarely is it that somebody's like, I am completely fine with the way that everything is. I'm super fulfilled. And the other person's like, what world are you living in? This is an alternate universe. But there can be times where people say, but I'm okay with the fact that we only have sex every two months. Mm-hmm. Or I'm okay with the fact that we're not talking about our deepest, darkest secrets you know, every day. So they can have different levels of tolerance for that disconnect. And my job is typically to reconnect them. What is the first thing to go in a relationship? The first thing to go is just that affection. I mean, mm-hmm. well... Intercourse is typically the first thing to go as far as like that you can say quantifiably it's been a week, it's been two weeks, it's been a month. So that'll be something that most people can notice. But when I ask them further, they'll like making out. That's actually the thing that people are really lacking. Really? They don't make out. They don't make out. People don't make out anymore. Now, making out, is that foreplay you're talking about? No. I'm Just talking like- about making out for the sake of making out. Which is something that once somebody goes into like an intercourse, they cross that line, yeah. so to say, which I don't think there should be a line, but for a lot of people, there's a line. Uh-huh. 
they cross that line, they won't go back to making out unless it is foreplay. Really? Yeah, like they don't just make up, make out oh, on the I'm couch. I make out with my wife all the time. Like, ah, la, la, la. And I saw one of the, I saw one of the 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 consequences of that downstairs. They're so, they're so cute, right, my kids? So Come on cute. now. Come on. She wants more. So the only reason we'll probably never have sex again is because she's going to try to trap me. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I know her tricks. I think your pull-out game needs to be stronger. Yeah, it does need to be. No, we wanted to. So my, my game is real good, you know. And I gave her a boy and a girl. Yeah. I mean, my game is strong. But now she's like, maybe a third. And she go, and oh, I go, uh, no. And then she told me I got to get snip. I go, no, no, no. Why don't you get whatever they do? And well, now we're in this big discussion. So let's and then, talk about that. And then she goes, and then she goes, well, you, somebody might trap you. And I'm like, well, that's not good. Y'all are so funny. She's so <laughs> sweet. She is so sweet. She's amazing. But this is the thing. When you talk about contraception, which we're going to bounce all over the place, because yeah. this is what happens this is a when you talk. Um, when you're talking about contraception, typically you want to go with what's least invasive, but most effective. It's very invasive for a woman to have her tubes tied or, you know, a tubal ligation mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's not as invasive for a man. And that the recovery from a, a, a vasectomy what is, the is very different. What, what is the recovery for a man? I mean, they might be out for maybe a couple days as far as not being able to, like, go to work because you really need to, like, watch your swelling, make sure there's no infection. You're going to ice a lot. Um, but after that, you're not allowed to use the equipment um, until you've been cleared by your doctor and everything. Oh. And then on top of that, this is the number one thing we're going to talk about vasectomy right now. If you get a vasectomy, do not skip the six-month sperm count check. Okay. So many babies are born because people are like, oh, everything's fine. Ah, they don't <laughs> and check. And it's like, uh, things have... You, your body wants to try to get things back together and have them work, so just be mindful of that. Okay, so neither of those 100%. No, I mean, okay. nothing's, it's just the likelihood is like, well, nine, I'm not doing anything unless it's a hundred percent. Well, we know what abstinence is. You should, you'll be making out all the time now. Yeah. There you go. And then she'd be like, Hey, let's get, I'm like, Nope. Trapper. You're a trapper. You're a trapper. <laughs> you're a trapper. <laughs> I so know your trapper. tricks. <laughs> but going back to that disconnect, <laughs> a lot of the reason that people start to take away that affection, the physical affection is because there's that pressure to go further and go further and like, Oh, because they feel like, oh, if I make out, then we're going to have to have sex. And I don't Some wanna... people won't even kiss their partners on the lips for like more than just a peck mm. or like hold them and kiss because they're like, oh, it's just he's going to want more. It's it's almost like and I'm talking about in a very homonormative, I'm sorry, heteronormative way. The idea that we get the, the male partner who's saying, if you hold me and I get excited, I'm going to want more. And that's not OK to not get more. Not every man is like that, yeah. but women will perceive it. Oh, he's he's got, but how much, he's got an well, erection. Is that oh, true? Because do? because if your woman really knows you, they know how you are. That's right. right, and then that's when all of a sudden it's let me just give you a peck and look the other way real quick so uh. that you're not thinking I want more. And then before you know, it, they don't even hug. They don't do anything because it's a lot of the time it's because of. It's like pressure to go further. But can't we agree, like I've only been married four years, so we haven't hit these, but can't we agree that after a many number of years, everybody goes through this? At some point, I mean, is they're going to need in the people that, like me to help them. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, and it, But you can't let it go on too long no. or else it creates this 
awkwardness. I actually, I have a program online to help people through this, but it's like, they, it creates Where is the program? Tell it, tell oh, it's at drviviana.com. Okay. And it's uh, the Dr. Viviana Method for Intimate Reconnection. And it's a six-week program that I created for people who have this exact issue where it's, things have gotten so disconnected, both emotionally and, and physically, because I'm a big, I love physical affection um, in couples. And they have to get over this awkwardness of who starts? How do we start? Mm. What if really it gets oh to that gosh, type of point? It's so bad. So it's really sad. I hope this is not a weird question for you, but when you're counseling people, do you try to encourage them to make out in front of you? Oh no. Oh, it's not like that. So okay. it's not like know. that. <laughs> no, actually at no. most <laughs> my engineers laugh. Look, that's a great question. Um, no, at nobody's most, agreeing with me. <laughs> well, a lot of people think that sex therapists are no, I don't like mean you watching them. And I, that's I thought, very different. No, 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 not sex. No, but what I'm saying is, oh, you should kiss her, kiss, like, like, because that's what you're talking to the yeah the couples I mean, about. That I'm not talking about sex. Of course, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, look, you haven't really kissed. Why don't y'all give each other a real kiss right now? So in the moment in my office. It's not sexy. So they're not going to oh, get okay. the benefit of the bonding that comes from it. Now, I can tell them, hey, tonight when you get home, I want after you get the kids to bed, I want you to sit on the couch, and I want you to turn to him, and I want you to kiss him, and he's just going to receive the kiss. I want you to kiss him like you would want him to kiss you back. Then he's going to kiss you. And then until you get it, that's where people who even struggle with kissing. I mean, people struggle. So people get married, and they get to that point where they can't even kiss anymore. Wow. They can't kiss for many reasons. One yeah. is uh, they feel self-conscious about it or they feel like, oh, it's going to go to something else or they were never good at it to begin with. They didn't mm. like the way their partner kissed, but now it's years later and they haven't ever said that. And so I'll encourage them to do things just to see where they are with it. Is it always best to be honest in a relationship? I think you have to have tact. You okay. cannot just be honest and expect everything to go well. They need to have tact. You need to be mindful of what your words, what the messages that you're trying to get across. Because if it's rude, guess what? You're not getting a kiss ever again. Yeah. They, like they might hold that um, really dear to their hearts. And yeah, you got to be nice about it. You got to do it. Say something in a way that they would be able to talk to you in an hour. Okay. Don't be like, you know, you're a terrible kisser. You've never been good at it. I don't know how you ever had a girlfriend before me. And like, you don't. You suck at yeah, kissing. Exactly. I just never told you, but I married you anyway. See how much I love you. Uh, so what, what, somewhere in a marriage, like what, where, where do you see the line where most people start coming to you? Is there like, oh, you heard of this set? What is it? The seven year itch? Is that what they call it? So now it's 11 years. It's so 11 years. Yeah. So is but that, no, I, I wish I wish people were coming in much, much sooner. I have a lot of people that come in for premarital counseling. I created a program. There's an online. It's online, yep. too. I have an online version. Which, as well. which I didn't take yours, but we did one. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing because it answers every single question before you get married. Like, like yes. it, we did an eight-week course. <laughs> yeah. It was with our church. But it was a couple that sat us down and went through every scenario. Like, hey. You know, you're marrying a guy that travels a lot and he might not be around to help you out with kids that. when he's on. Yeah. Like, and she was like, yes. And do you know, uh, your wife, if she wants to get back into the work industry, you're going to be fine with that. I was like, yes. And so, we can always say that in the moment. We can say, oh yeah, we can, we'll deal with that or that's going to be fine. 
But that doesn't mean you have that conversation once and it never comes back. No, no. You're going to have to renegotiate you know, and discuss it in order but to figure that out. But at least it's been discussed up front yes. so you can have a reference point rather than, exactly. we never talked about that. I didn't know you didn't want kids. Right. And now you're married. Right. So I'm a huge fan of premarital counseling. Yes. But most people don't come in for that. What they're coming in for is after an affair. Oh, how do I restore it? How do I, how do we bounce back from that? Because Can you know, you really 70% though? of couples that go through an affair will actually stay together. And of those couples, the majority of them will get to a place where they feel even closer. But you can't do it on your own. I mean, I would, I'm Are not trying to say like therapy one is person- necessary for everyone, but... It's wait, wait, so let me get this right. Better. So after an affair, 70% of the couples stay together and they're even closer. Most of them, most of them, the majority will say that they feel even closer. Fellas, you know what to do. No, <laughs> that, terrible, that is not the point terrible, of what I just said. Terrible advice. No, but no, but no, because they'll that's have shocking to, to because me. Because they have to work through that problem. Like that problem makes it to where all of a sudden they have to work on things and they have to get, you. I mean, if you're healthy... Uh-huh. Then you'll talk about it. You'll work through why, why was this happening? Okay, what can we do differently? How can we do that? Versus couples who maybe it's never discovered and they're just disconnected. But, but my thing is, my thing is, maybe this is just me and I'm saying a lot about myself, but when you have something like that, that's a card you're going to hold on. Oh. And if they ever mess up, and I'm not even talking about cheating. If they ever do something wrong or suspicious about something, oh, I remember you che- Like, it's always going to be brought up. And I'm the type of person that if you say we move on from something, we need to move on. And if you bring it back, then that's a problem. So the way to make sure that you've moved on is through allowing a professional mm-hmm. to help guide you through that process to make sure that there isn't anything that's tucked away in the closet. Now, that said about the, the whole, like, I've got this trump card thing, you know, kind of thing, that... That can happen for anything. Yeah, that's sure, a, that's, what I'm that's one of those things where that's just rude. Like, why would you continue to bring things back up, especially if you are because in the same breath saying, "But I want to be with you"? Because they did me wrong, doctor. Now, with cheating, I'm telling you, it is probably one of the most terrible, destructive things that you can do to anyone or anything. I mean, that I've seen the results of it. I've seen the consequences for families, for finances, for everything. Don't. Do it. What it's amazing to me. And like, look, I'm in love with my wife. I think about a lot. You know, like I'm around people all the time. Never thought about cheating. But my thing is, what point do you have to get to, man or woman, where you have a family at home and you cheat knowing that if somebody finds out, all that is ruined. Plus, plus, they have the person you... This is where I would feel disgusting, knowing another woman has something over my wife. Oh, yeah, the because you know now I mean? your because wife is going to feel like an outsider in well, her own marriage. Well, also, she knows that woman, even if she never said anybody, she has that over my wife. And that's the that's the dirtiest feeling I but so that's gonna I'm a be good dude though, one of you know the many I mean? motivators that yeah. would keep you from doing something like that. But with other people, both men and women, a lot of it is out of convenience. It's like there's there's accessibility. People are throwing themselves at you. There's oftentimes alcohol is involved. But the people that come and see me, yes, I see that a lot. Uh-huh. But the ones that are in long term relationships, it's a disconnection that they feel like they're they're usually starting off by just having a nice conversation with someone of the opposite sex because their partner won't even talk to them anymore. Wow. Like they don't even care. They don't show interest. And that, and that can be a friendship, right? No big deal. It's platonic. 
But typically, if that continues and you start to, because we want, we want to connect. Like mm-hmm. we as humans want to connect. So if you're not getting that from your partner, you will be more likely to try to find that in someone else. In someone else. Ah, that's tough. It's really tough. And in depending on what kind of professional life you have, the work that you're doing outside of the home takes up much more of your time. Uh huh. Brings out this other side of you. You've got a lot of opportunity. That's that opportunity to cheat. So you have to keep those blinders on and remind yourself, and I'm saying this to everyone and myself too. She's, she's talking to me. You said, and remind yourself, yo, I saw your family. I met your wife. Stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you have to remind well, yourself constantly of what it is, why you need to work on your connection at home so that you don't even have to be in a place of, you know, well, putting yourself in that Well, my position. friends always ask me, well, how do y'all seem so happy, blah, 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 blah. And I always tell guys Like you need to always make sure your wife knows you love her. But when you're traveling, you need to push it up times a hundred. I agree because because when you're around, she knows. Mm -hmm. When you're in different cities, because I tour a lot, I do stand up comedy, so I tour a lot, and I push it to the next level when I'm out of town. FaceTime constantly, just so she knows. I only travel with comedians that don't drink and go out because I don't drink. So it's almost like you your vibe creates your tribe. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. A lot of people that come to my shows, that get drunk, like women. And I, I tell my wife, I get grabbed on all the time. But I bring comedians that stop those people and be like, yo, yeah, <laughs> he's just here for a picture. Because sometimes it does take a team around you yeah. to keep you accountable, especially if you're in this whirlwind of a you know profession. Mm-hmm. But you know, I find that whenever you have people around you who will say, well, you know, I can't believe you have to be talking to your wife all the time. I can't believe... Guess what? They don't know how to do the work in a marriage that's going to last forever. And they're not married. And <laughs> they're probably not married. They're probably not married. Yeah. All right. So, so the the disconnect is a big issue. Uh, you're saying most couples that have the problem they they've come to you not too late, but they should have came like three four years They'll earlier. Say this is kind of like you're our last hope, which I can no, handle it. No. I don't mind the pressure. I like what I do a lot, uh-huh. um, and I've been doing it for a long time. But I wish that people would come in at the beginning. You know, talking about my husband, we've almost been married for 13 years. People always ask him, what's it like being married to a relationship and sex therapist? Like, what's that like? I bet you everything's so perfect. He's like, it's not that it's perfect because, you know, she's human, I'm human. And when you're in your own personal life, things are just different, right? But we tend to look at things from a mile away and then address them way before they Mm -hmm. get too far. That's Mm -hmm. the main difference. We try to communicate about everything. All the time. I think men also uh, know what topics like the the thing is a lot of men will talk to their wives about things, but also know things not to talk about their wives because they know it's going to lead to maybe an argument. And I think that's why men don't communicate too. Because I've dated girls where I know if we talk about this, it's going to be a fight, yeah. and yeah. I don't want to deal with that fight. So guess what? We're not going to talk so about. So they it. avoid confrontation. Yes, but doesn't it always end up coming out somewhere? Oh, hundred percent. So I'm not with them. And well, and and part of again the work of a relationship is figuring out the best way to be able to get your needs met through communicating about them. And that I'll just say something simple as on a Friday, get together for lunch. Set a timer for 30 minutes. What's going well in our relationship? What's not going well? We're only going to talk about it for 30 minutes because guys are going to check out after that. Um, oh, tell me about it. So do that. Just 
it's like a monthly or a weekly check-in, just whatever you need. But not talking about it isn't the solution. It yeah. might keep you all together, but guess what? You're going to be miserable eventually. Yeah. And then you're going to end up divorced or cheating or whatever. Okay, so the biggest uh, thing that people come to you after cheating. So after cheating, it's how do we deal with this? I don't know what to do. We have a family. We have a life together. And it's mainly about me starting off trying to figure out okay, how to fix their problem. How to... How to it's not so much how to fix the problem. Sometimes they've already decided that they want to stay and they want to figure out how to do that. Other times they don't even know if they want to stay. Uh-huh. And we're trying to figure that out. First thing I'll tell them is don't tell anyone. You have, friends. Don't tell friends. Don't tell anybody. If you hang haven't on already. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. No I, I want to tell this. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We'll be done in like seven minutes, five, seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. All right. We could talk forever. No, 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 no. no. This is, this is, uh, where were we? Where we cut off? Uh, Talking about an affair and what to do right after. Okay, so what, what, somebody has an affair, so what do they do right after that? Should they come straight to you? Should they try to figure it out themselves? I think that trying to figure it out themselves is the blind leading the blind in such a dark situation. Get help. It is one of the most difficult things for a couple to ever work through, especially on their own. So, Come, they typically will come to me and I'll say, look, you have a therapist now. Don't talk to anybody else about this because the minute you start to share about every, with this with everybody else, you're not just dealing with your own emotions. You're dealing with their feelings and how they handled it. And this happened to me and I did it this way. You need to do it. I mean, it's like they don't need all that. They don't need all the noise. Protect your relationship. And it's not to protect the person who did this to you because a lot of times they're like, well, people need to know. Okay, but then your choices don't become your choices anymore because they're going to expect you to handle things a certain way. So if you're going to do that, just know you're adding on another level of complication. Um, So I'm a big fan of don't say anything until we discuss it. Okay, so today is Tuesday. Valentine's Day is Friday. Um, If your wife says they don't want anything, that's a lie. (laughs) I think you're right. Um, <laughs> but I can tell you, I told my husband I don't want anything. But you really want something. But he also knows that a card, something to commemorate the fact that this day is happening. Um, he'll probably get me flowers, poppy flowers. Um, but it's if I, do, if I didn't get anything, if I just got a, hey, happy Valentine's Day, I love you, and it was words, that would still mean something. But you wouldn't be happy. No, I, I would be. <laughs> I would be because, and and we're you know we make. Why do why do women so. say they don't want anything when they really want something? Is that more of I feel selfish by? Yeah. Is that what it is? I think it's they feel selfish and they don't want to pressure. They know that men don't like being pressured to do anything. But but it's a thing where when I say I don't want anything, like if I ever were to say I don't want anything, I really mean mm-hmm. I don't want anything. Why? What? What is the disconnect? Like why can guys say that? And they really mean it, and women are more... I think it's because I think they feel like they'll be shallow if they say they want something. They feel like it's materialistic or shallow. But it doesn't have to be anything super expensive. It can be something more thoughtful. It can be an an experience that you do together. But to say that the day is going to come and go and nobody's even going to acknowledge it... That's so messed up. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, don't do that. You're just going to set yourself up for My wife told me this year, I don't want anything. I bought her more. (laughs) 
I was just saying. Because <laughs> I, I know maybe, it's a lie. I know it's a lie. It's reverse psychology. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's tricking me. She's smart. She's so She's smart. smart. All right. I know you got to run, but what else? Uh, like some final tips. Well, let's talk about Married at First Sight. I'm so excited. Yes, Married about at First Sight. Let's talk about the show. So, Married at First Sight, we're in our season 10. It's mm-hmm. in DC, and our couples are running the gamut of all of these things that we've been talking about, mm. trying to negotiate vulnerability and sex and how to be affectionate and how to deal with other people's relationships right around you and the real world stuff. But um, it's really exciting. I learn a lot from watching our couples. I, I feel like most people do. Yeah. I, I, I Look, I have tons of friends that love this show. But to me, I never could get a hand on the, like, married at first sight. It's like... Have you can- ever heard of arranged marriage? Yes. And have you ever heard of matchmaking? Yes. Well, it's the, put those two things together and you put a, you know, slap so a you camera believe, on there. So you believe in it? I do believe in it when we pick people who are truly committed. And those people, because we always go through this really rigorous process of trying to weed out people who are just doing this for TV. It's a tough thing to do. I oh, yeah. Know, I mean, it's a tough thing to do. I watched The do Bachelor. That. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So when, <laughs> when we get people who we truly, because it's a team of us, especially the three of us experts, who are trying to dig through and say, okay, who's the real person here? And we all finally say, okay, we like this person. Now let's see if there's somebody else who could make them happy. When we get that couple together, we're so excited. We're so thrilled. And then to see them behave as a couple, then it's like all bets are off. Is there a characteristic in women or men that you find that is pretty normal in each working relationship? Is there a characteristic between both or like, I think that in general men tend to not feel as comfortable being very open about their feelings in, in a public setting or even just with a new partner. Just in general. I mean, if we're talking about general. So do you find that when you find a guy, like if you're casting for the show, if you're going through men, mm-hmm. if you find a guy that's open with his feelings, that would actually be a better, that would give more potential for a relationship to work. Well, sure. Especially in a situation like this, when mm-hmm. they're like thrown into the deep end and they, they need to get to know each other really, really quickly yeah. and very in depth in order to make a long term decision. Um yeah, I think that that's a very appealing thing to, to not have to be like digging and digging and pulling and, and it's like, you know, pulling teeth. Has anything happened this uh, season that hasn't happened before for you? Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, what? You fell in love with a person. Oh no, my I'm gosh! No, I'm playing. You're married. I know. No, that, I, that did kind of happen before, so no. <laughs> um, but I think <laughs> it's surprising. It's surprising because you get people who are like so endearing and they're so wonderful and they say that they want these qualities and then the minute they get into the marriage or the minute they see that there's more than like two cameras and there's maybe four, it's like they just throw everything out the window and they self-sabotage. That that has been... Do you think it's because they're trying to look a certain way on camera? The For word, sure. That's, they just- that's definitely part of it. The other part of it is that maybe maybe they're just not ready for love. I don't, mm-hmm. I, you'll have to check and see what you think. Oh, you'll have to tell it. me what you think. I will watch it. I will watch it because my friends watch, my friends swear by it, like swear by it. And well, this I, season is but, kind of the wildest because really? we have five different couples uh-huh. and they're all very different in their, the way that they love, the way that they show love, the way that they're physical, the way that they connect. And so every couple has their ups and downs. 
I mean, I wish it was smoother. I honestly, like, I wish we, I could watch it and just be like, yep, that's what we expected. But so many things are happening that we just could not predict. Now, when you watch yourself on the show, do you grade yourself? I mean, I'm kind of the same everywhere, so... Yeah, but, but like, like I know... Like, so- how, like the advice? No, 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 no. Do you kind of, like, are you... I can't watch myself on TV. Oh, I can watch myself. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay, gotcha. I'm fine with it. Um, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just don't like, I like... I'll never watch this podcast. Oh, but, okay. Well, I'll watch Because I, I, I lived it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I hate seeing myself. I just, I really enjoy watching the show because I love to see how everything comes together. Comes together. Because we're getting yeah. updates like pretty live, but we don't get every single yeah. tidbit. Um, they give us the things that are very, very important because we want to know all the big important stuff. But like what they ate, we don't need to know that. Yeah. What they wore, we don't need to. But then to see it all play out, like, oh, that's what happened. I'm really curious about that. Okay, married at first sight. sight. Uh, what what time does it come on? Lifetime on 8 p.m. Eastern, uh-huh. and it's on Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights. Wednesday Thank you night. for stopping by. Thank you for having You're me. You're awesome, and have a happy Valentine's you Day. You too. And keep helping those couples out. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll never see you. Like. In- <laughs>